and welcome to another edition of the V-Auto Podcast. We are broadcasting live from the NADA 2020 convention in Las Vegas. I'm Lance Helgeson. My guest today is Brian Finkelmeyer, Senior Director of New Business Solutions for V-Auto. Brian, welcome to the show. Thanks, Lance. Thanks for having me on. You bet. Now, I've seen you out there on the floor. Tell me some of your observations from this year's NADA. Well, first of all, Lance, it's always a pleasure to get to see so many friends from across the industry that we get to see every once a year. Oftentimes, we get to reconnect with our folks we've worked with in the past. So that's always been a great pleasure. But yeah, it's been interesting talking to dealers, and I think largely the dealers that we've met with in our booth have largely been looking to find ways to help you know, move their new car business forward in, in what promises to be probably another challenging year. What do you list as some of the key challenges that the dealers are going to face there in new cars? Yeah, so I think it's really, you know, case by case, uh, depending upon what franchise you're working with. But, you know, yesterday we met with a big Toyota dealer from Chicago, and we talked about how all-wheel drive RAV4s are selling like firecrackers and the need for them to maintain a sales rate and sales velocity that's faster than their competitive Toyota stores because Toyota largely allocates on a turn and earn basis and so I think that's one of the key points is the necessity to really be focused in on those key model lines that are driving the bulk of your volume and paying close attention to those aged or distressed pieces of inventory within say RAV4 that could potentially lead to a lesser allocation from Toyota in the future. So if I'm a dealer and I have one of those, let's say, lesser appealing RAV4s that might just simply be gathering dust, or yeah. I guess snow if I'm in Chicago, yeah. what do I do? How, how do I get rid of that car? Yeah, so I think it's really a combination of a couple of things. One of which is that dealers can certainly adjust either the price or the promotion of the car, and I recognize many OEMs now have minimal advertised price guidelines. But it's not always just what the online showroom is going on, but what are we doing inside our own brick and mortar showroom to drive our sales manager and salesperson attention to those particular units? I think often is the case where that distressed RAV4 that's maybe in burgundy red that's been here for 200 days just keeps getting walked past. Mm -hmm. What can we do sort of inside the showroom to make sure that people are paying closer attention to that car? Because like I said, an age RAV4 all-wheel drive in Chicago is really punishing your ability to get more of the hot product you want. Is a dealer trade an option in a situation like that? Yeah, it's a great point. I think that's another area of opportunity as well that's often overlooked is, you know, they say that dealer trades is anywhere from 25 to as much as 40% of all retail transactions. And are there ways we can use that exit strategy to help get rid of those units that are slowing down our velocity? Now, I, I heard an interesting point in a workshop yesterday about the mix of new cars and the projections for demand. One of the points that was made is that millennials, you know, who not so long ago we thought maybe aren't going to buy cars at all, are actually going to be the largest car buying cohort in the country, you know, and bye-bye baby boomers, you know, with that designation. The other point that was made is, you know, affordability is still an, an issue for some, and they may well be wanting sedans. And, you know, our market seems like it's, and even the production levels seem like they've shifted. The mix is more SUV and crossovers, and people are moving away from sedans. I guess if I'm a dealer, what does that mean for me? 
Yeah, I mean, one thought that crosses my mind is like a brand like Subaru right now. They've had a ton of success, largely selling sedans, That's right? They don't true. have a lot of SUVs. Yep. So I think it's, um, you know, certainly case by case. But your point is well made. You know, with the average monthly payment now being north of $570, I don't think that fits into the budget of most 28- to 30-year-olds. Right. And so certainly as brands are still rolling out new sedans, for example, Hyundai just launched a beautiful new Sonata, and I think there's certainly going to be opportunity there for those brands to capitalize on those new fresh sedans that are coming out this year. Mm -hmm. Well, we don't have a lot of time, Brian. The show calls. As we close out this episode, any other big takeaways from the show that you'd like to share here? Yeah, I think generally, Lance, that the dealers that I met with are largely optimistic about the upcoming year. I don't think that anybody's overly nervous or overly, you know, bullish. Right. I think it sort of true. feels like it's going to be another solid year. But I think there's clearly a, a focus and emphasis on profitability. That seems to be one of the big themes. I'm sure it's been a theme at NADA for 100 years. Yep. But how we get to that profitability is, I think, the important thing. And largely, I think dealers are coming to the realization that they need to right-size their workforce in terms of how do we figure out how we get more done with less people. And obviously, you know, advertising effectiveness and I think inventory holding costs are the three big buckets that we can work on on a daily basis. And I think that's where largely where uh, the focus needs to be. That reminds me of a, a nugget I heard in another workshop. It was the dealership of tomorrow session. And Glenn Mercer is the consultant that's doing that research for NADA. And he mentioned that when he started doing research on the car business in 1985, he went through productivity stats from like the Bureau of Labor Statistics and ran it up against sales totals at dealerships. Guess how many cars the average car salesperson in 1985 sold? Eight. It's 10. Okay. Well, flash forward to 2019. Guess what that number is now? 10. <laughs> so it's not improved. No. So I think that might be an area of uh, profitability, focus, and efficiency there and productivity too. Well, Brian, thanks for taking time out of the busy NADA schedule. We appreciate you being here. Thanks, Lance. You bet. And folks, thank you for listening in. Until next time, stay well. Mm -hmm.